The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Coming up on today's experience, Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs or Dallas, Detroit, and Denver. You never know where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but the Bible teaches there's a time to laugh. And this is as good a time as any. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. No doubt people have heard what's going on in the news lately. We will yet see if there's a manifestation of grace granted to our country. We certainly hope so. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Maybe we should be more doers than just hearers. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? And the answer is because I can tell why did the chicken cross the road 15 different ways. That's why. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. To the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. The truth of the matter is we can't tell whether the show is a one-half, one-third, one-fourth, one-quarter timing. It just is, so you might as well enjoy it. For the next few minutes, folks... I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian, going through the process of doing everything that you can do that you have done before in, before the Lord, and you've given every effort, and then you turn down and you see this wonderful little animal that you've adopted because you know he had a really tough beginning, and you pour your love into him, and he takes today's show and runs off with it in the backyard and rips it to shreds. How do you respond? <laughs> Let's see. Like Jesus or like David? <laughs> Let's just ask that question. If you have an opinion, a thought, a comment, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. We don't want it to be all left alone. We want you to be able to reach out to us. Uh, it is a place where you, it's not a fetch fest. It's not a place just to go wine, wine, wine. And as you know, there's some things that could be looking pretty good in the news. We'll see as that uh, kind of makes itself through the process of our government. We'll see if there's some grace given to us. But the bottom line is you might have something going on for you. You might have a prayer request. We know we have some prayer requests from one of our favorite listeners. Roger, again, has sent in a prayer request. We're going to pray for that in a little bit. We're going to pray for the United States. 
States as well as Ukraine. We're going to ask God to give us grace because, man, we need grace, grace, grace. And you also may need grace for your situation, and we want you to be able to come, get on the air, join us. We'll join all of our collective faith. We'll bring it before the Lord and ask him and petition him to bring things about to glorify his name. You can do that. You can also, by the way, just share praise reports. Maybe something the Lord's done really cool. Maybe you had an answer to prayer or a deliverance in a situation or freedom from an oppression. Or maybe you got outside of a bondage just by being a little more thankful. That's the time. This is that kind of time to share that and let other people know about it. The way to go about this is you simply call us. There's three ways to get a hold of us. There's probably 50, but only three that we use. The main way, 972-445-0770. You call that number, okay? That's the call number, you know, a one-ringy-dingy, a two-ringy-dingy, that one. 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, let's just understand that you will be talking to Captain Chris. And when you're talking to Captain Chris... That's like that's like eating ship shrimp shrimp on the bobby. <laughs> shrimp on the bobby. See shrimp that's where I was going with shrimp. Do you like shrimp on the barbie? I mean I was going there, right? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Shrimp on the barbie. Because cause he's a captain. See, so shrimp. Okay. Uh, and then you will be Yeah, at first I said shemp on their barbie, so you know I got three stooges stuck. <laughs> Nobody likes shemp. Yeah, I know. I know. What? Why is he in that show? Anyhow, you can also text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Don't call, because if you call, we're not going to be able to get it. 214-210-8483 if you want to text, and you can email david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. That's not Corn pop at he must increase.org. It's David at he must increase.org. Finally, we're going to send you over to the website. A couple of things to tell you about that. There is a new app on the website that gives you freedom to download one of my books at no cost. You're thinking, well, what's the big deal there? Nothing. If you want to have that book and you think it can encourage you, great. On the website, without doing a download for an app, is also the book. So you can either do it through the website or through an app, whatever you're comfortable with. And then if you have an app that reads to you, you can have my voice sound really weird as though it doesn't already. Uh, So you have that opportunity to do that as well. We have multiple ways for you to listen to the podcast through Alexa, through Google, through Spotify, through Apple, through uh, Google Cast, all that stuff. So you can do it all. It's all active. And then last and definitely not least is this. Money, 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 money. Money. We need money to keep the show going. We, we, I, I'm sick of apologizing for it, but I'm sick of talking about it. So it's kind of a conflict. But the bottom line is we need funds to make the show go, period. And when you think, well, I can, I can only give 15 or $20, every one of those 15 or $20 matters so much. It's not even funny. So don't hesitate. Check it out. Go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? HeMustIncrease.org Praise report? HeMustIncrease.org Looking to give to this ministry? HeMustIncrease.org Confused by what's happening right now? HeMustIncrease.org HeMustIncrease.org Rubber band. Definitely water. Okay. 
<laughs> as long as we have that straight, we know what's going on. Uh, we're going to uh, do the prayer in a little bit. We're probably going to end up doing our DNA at the end. We're going to do prayer next time, then prayer in the beginning of the other show. But I only have a limited amount of time on some of this, and I really have to do a better job of presenting some of this material. And some of that's my fault. Okay, all of it's my fault. That's not the point. But the point is we're in this portion of the text where we're talking about the uh, Lord's Prayer, which, again, I would contest theologically should actually be the, the John 17 prayer. This is Jesus teaching us the model or the process to pray or a pattern to pray. Uh, we've already gone through a time about our Father who art thou in heaven, hallowed be thy name. So we know it's an inclusive prayer, not just for you only. To our Father, he identifies him as a dad, whether people want to say that or not. Nobody cares. You got people in Hollywood going, well, God's not a male or a female. If God wants to make himself known as a male, then who are you to argue? Well, that's really, well, because you get money for playing a role? Sit down, be quiet. Or what is it that Laura Ingram said? Shut up and sing? Yeah, that one. All right, so uh, then he says, Hollywood be your name. Here we go. This is the biggest part of this that we just don't spend enough time on. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Before you get into anything else or anybody else or anywhere else, you give God the acknowledgement. You say thank you. You know where you're directing your prayer. And your prayer life starts... By making your heart and mind aware that it's God's stuff first. So for those of us, notice I use the word us as in you and I, who bring our laundry list into prayer, and that's the laundry list that we have that we say to God, I need this, 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 this. By the way, I need more bleach on this, and then I could use a little bit more on this, and I need a stain remover on this one because I blew it here. And da, 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 da. That's fantastic, and we're going to get to all that stuff, but it does not come in the beginning part of the prayer. The beginning part, the pattern part, ironically, it's really even funnier because the beginning and technically the ending both cover God's kingdom, but the whole premise is God's stuff first. And what we've been doing, and there's nothing wrong with praying for things that you have need of. Nobody's, nobody, anybody who thinks that's wrong, that's wrong. But you cannot exclude the stuff of God in order to be pointing to yourself and saying, here's my list. It's God's stuff first, not earth. His kingdom. And it's very difficult in, in a show like this or in a class that lasts 10 years to explain exactly the kingdom of God. But we do our best to do our fortune cookie kind of mentality or our, or what do we call it, a mixed sermon kind of approach. And you need to understand that the kingdom of God is where God is king. That's where the kingdom of God is. And what the Lord desires, get this is to have his kingdom on earth, how? As it is in heaven. <laughs> this is a ah. So your, his kingdom is his will, his desire, his plan, done here and now like it is done at his command in heaven. The whole intent and the whole purpose is to have his reign extended in its fluidity and in its perfection on earth like it's done right now in heaven. When we get back, we're going to dive into that because that's like, wow, what are you trying to say? That God's will is supposed to be done on earth? 
Well, yeah, that that that's what he said. That right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We'll take our break and then we'll come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The Christian faith is being attacked. 50 years ago, people would disagree with Christianity, but with a sense of respect. Those days are over. The rage, the flesh, the enemy, and the atmosphere of sin is growing and growing. Jesus said in Matthew 24, the love of many will grow cold. And if it's not the end now, it's certainly a lot closer than it was yesterday. You may be from a Baptist background. David Spoon has that. You may have a Pentecostal background. He has that too. You may have a non-denominational background. Yep, he's got that as well. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. What is the David Spoon Experience? Hey, jingity jing, it's Dominic the donkey, jingity jing, the Italian Christmas donkey, la 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 oh, that is la 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 You asked for zany, my friend. Uh, welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. So we, being not completely unlike you know, Christmas vacation in Chevy Chase and so on and so forth. We we got a really big tree, slapped it up on the car. Of course, it scratched the car to no end. Remember, I'm Jewish, and I'm trying to follow the Christmas holiday. It's got nothing to do with my Christianity. I like Christmas. I like the season and so on and so forth. I have no problem celebrating any specific time, picking a time, and we're as close as we can be celebrating the birth of Christ. It's awesome. It's a great time of year. But you're talking about me fighting a tree, and I'm fighting the tree, and I'm fighting the tree, and I hack off a few branches. And unfortunately, what I hacked off with the with the axe wasn't enough because I was right there again holding the Christmas tree with my feet on the door trying to pull it in. Hey, you know what? The Christmas tree was not coming in. So you know what I did? I hacked off a few more pieces. But then, instead of just trying to pull the tree in, I hacked off a few more pieces. By this point, I have decided that Christmas is a pagan holiday that only people who are supporting Christmas presents have created, and Jewish people who believe in Jesus should not be celebrating Christmas, and I'm crashing the tree, and I've got the act of, and I'm crushing it, and I'm going to get this tree in, and you would not believe it, but after doing that for 15 minutes, I still could not get the tree in the house. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we're getting ready to offer you our first trivia question after we offer the trivia question. We will be going into prayer for Roger against family uh, and the rest of the body as well. And then later on, we'll be praying for Ukraine and the United States. Let's do our first trivia question. What? is the root 
of all kinds of evil. What is the root of all kinds of evil? Here's your hint, one of the most misquoted passages on the planet. How about that? If you think you know the answer, you can call in 972-445-0770. That's a good number to call. And again, you might uh, even, you know, I don't know, you might win jet tickets if you like, I guess, the jets or something. Uh, text 214-210-8483, 214-210-8483. And then also, don't forget, you can email us, david at he must org. So while a person's calling in, we're going to go and pray for our, our buddy Roger again. He's got people that need prayer, and we want to be a part of that. And so you can just join your faith with mine. All we're doing is we're asking for God's grace to enter a situation and his wisdom to be bright for uh, this situation. So let's pray. Father, we come before you right now with thanksgiving and praise, and we do want your will to be done. We want your plans to be accomplished. We want your purposes to be understood and to be followed and to be yielded to. And it's easy for us to get our laundry list before you, and we're sorry about that. That's a bad call on our part. We need to do better than that, Lord. Because we want your kingdom to be manifested. And now we're asking for that kingdom, that will to be done. Wayne, which is, is Roger Ginn's brother, he needs wisdom. He's got a lot going on in his plate, a lot of struggle physically. And we're asking for healing in his life. But he needs wisdom for his younger son, Brian, and what to do and how to handle it. And it's not always easy to make decisions. Uh, and sometimes they're, they're tougher decisions. And it's like... We need the hand of God to give wisdom in those situations. And you tell us, we can ask you for wisdom without finding fault. You'll, you'll give it to us. And we, we do that. We ask you to grant that wisdom to Wayne and grant that wisdom so he can do his best to help and to minister to Brian and just bless Roger again and give him just a great sense of comfort that you're with him in that process. Additionally, we pray for our audience everybody in our audience we pray for each person for gary and for ace and for susie and for deborah and for every person out there that's hurting and that needs a touch and needs to be encouraged and needs to be strengthened we pray that you would bring revival into their hearts and minds and you would give them a great sense of comfort and love and let them know the grace of god and let them grow in that knowledge we count on you all we have is you but all we need is you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, so we have somebody calling in to answer the trivia question. Here we go. This is David. Who are we talking to? This is Don. Hi, Don. How are you? I'm doing very good, sir. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Uh, you know, I got my hey. final. I got my final grade in my class. I got. I got to brag. I got an A. Woo! Yay! I'm so happy. Praise the Lord. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. I said, praise the Lord. One down. One down. I got one left after 10 years. Please, Lord, get me there. Uh, <laughs> That's all I keep praying. All right, brother. This is a great one because a lot of people misquote this one. Okay, and that's, I know. And this is a, that's a big problem. All right, so let's go for the trivia question first. What is the root of all kinds of evil? It's the love of money. That is correct, Amanda! <laughs> you are right. And then you got people out there going, wait, it's money. Money's the root of all evil. And it's like, nope, that's the less, that's less right. part of your brain falling out of your head. Wrong. It's the that's love of money. Brain. That's exactly right. Because right. 
That that is a, a key element. And people misquote and then try to apply it to their cause uh, every day. <laughs> That's, That's right. I know. Just, and you know, I've I've, I've heard so many preachings on this. I don't say. I say now, Don, you cannot miss this one because you know, <laughs> I've heard it on the. I've heard it preached so many times. It's the love of money. It's the love, <laughs> and that's right. So you say you love, and we. I've got this whole teaching coming up on why it's love of money, and it really comes down to because you're loving something more than you're loving the Lord, and that's, that's the right. problem right there. And then it becomes your God, and that's a second secondary problem altogether. Exactly, brother. Great job. Thank you, sir. God bless you. Have a great day. All right. Thank you. You as well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Excellent job. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Okay. Um, we could probably sneak in the DNA. We can do it. Okay, let's do it. D, yeah, we need it. You need it. Trust me. D, draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Da- oh, are you asking that like a question? Uh, daily? daily. Daily? And when I said you need it, folks, I meant you and me. Da- yes, daily. That's it. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. If you look at Luke chapter 9, verse 26, you'll find out why. You never want Jesus to be ashamed of you. Bad call, right? And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means outside of you, into others. Thank you very much. That's what we need to be doing. You know, if we all thought about other people as well as ourselves, then we would all be covering one another as well as ourselves. That would be a great way to do it, right? See, because if you have a dollar's worth of faith, and I have a dollar's worth of faith, and Cam Chris has a dollar's worth of faith, and somebody else has a dollar's worth of faith, put them together, that's $4. See? That's more faith than a dollar. That's all I'm trying to tell you. Okay. All right, let's go back. It's just math. What's the exchange rate on faith? Uh, well, it has this eternal decimal thing going to it, so it's really kind of hard to define. Thank you for asking. Okay, let's go back to this. Uh, Our Father who art thou in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So let's go to the your kingdom come and just break that down real fastly. Your kingdom come has to do with future. Okay, that's that's why it says your kingdom come, right? has to do with the future reign of God. Now, there's some people eschatologically that think, well, this has to do with millennium reign. And it's like, that's not what it says. Don't do that. I don't care if you have that theory, but don't put that there. That's not what it says. What it talks about is the future reign of God. What is the future reign of God? Everywhere where God reigns from that point towards now and now towards eternity, that's in the future. That's the future reign of God. What actually is the reign of God? It's where he rules. He's in charge. He's large and in charge, and that's how it's supposed to be. The next element there is connecting where it, the, where Jesus is trying to direct it in our hearts and minds, to have God's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So what's important about that is for you to understand that when we're praying about a situation— and we often do. And when we're doing the proper things like saying thank you and telling God we appreciate him, the goal in our prayer time should not be to get the result that we alone think is the best result. Because to be honest, you and I, when we get what we think we want, it's a little fleshy sometimes. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little skewed a little bit. That's why it should be that we, when you petition, it's one that's done in submission. In other words, whatever you're going to pray, it's got to be yielded to the Lord. And that's where it comes into play, where you ask the Lord, look, 
you know, in a given situation, if you don't specifically, if you don't know, you ask, I, let your will be done. And so we, we will pray for things, and you can't always tell me in each circumstance that you already know the absolute will of God unless God is giving you an absolute revelation as to what that will is. Most people, when they're praying, they're like, well, this is what I want to see. Boom. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but we're supposed to pray for his will to be done, his purposes. If you are in communion with the Lord— your purposes will line up with his purposes. But if you're just throwing stuff up there so that you can win the lotto, I'm going to say, wrong answer, okay? And that, that it's not that you don't pray for things that are important to you. God knows they're important to you, and they are within the framework of his will. We're going to talk about what those needs are. But when you're praying in the initial, after you've given thanks, let's remember what this is about. It's about the kingdom of God advancing. It's not about your kingdom. It's not about my kingdom. It's not about us getting this, that, or whatever. It's not about getting certain brownie points. It's not about any of that. It's about advancing the kingdom of God. Now that you have become a Bible-believing, born-again Christian because of the redeeming blood of Jesus Christ, now that you have been born again and the Holy Spirit baptized you at your birth and now you're required to be filled by the Holy Spirit, which consequently means that there's more than one, now that that's all going on, your job is to reflect Jesus in your life now that you have come to know Jesus, and that is an ongoing basis that takes place until we're in the full redemption, which is when we'll be in glorification. Until then, this is about advancing the cause that God has established through Jesus Christ. Period. And you can give me all the... You think it's a coincidence that when Jesus taught people to pray, he said, okay, here's what I want you to pray. Uh, make sure you do, you're inclusive. Make sure you direct it to the Father. Okay? Or he's not male. Why don't you read your Bible? That would do really well. Uh, who in heaven, heaven, why? Heaven's the center of the universe, not America. I know. Everybody thinks it's America. You're wrong. And then, uh, uh, hallowed be your name. Thanks, praise, reverence, adoration. Uh, great. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Period. That's where it's just like, that's like the main first thrust. And when we get into Matthew 6, 33, we get to find out that specifically when we're after the kingdom of God first, he is more, let's say, not apt, but, uh, and I don't want to say responsible because that's not the right word, but it's more inclined or he's more inclined to be uh, taking care of things for you when you're taking care of things for him. That's what Matthew 6.33 is all about. Seek first the kingdom, his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. It's all about his kingdom first, period, always, forever. Never be different. Might as well get on board now. Get on the Jesus train now. Okay? All right. Uh, you're listening to the David Swoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Going to take a short break, top of the hour, then we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Kind, destroying everyone and everything we find He's the hungry giant He's the hungry giant 
What is the David Spoon experience? Verse 24 in Mark 5, it says Jesus went with him. Sometimes Jesus went there. Sometimes Jesus just spoke the word. Sometimes Jesus went there. It's all. It happens in all different ways. I did read this ridiculous thing from this one person who said, you know, Jesus, you know, healed, you know, every single person uh, in the entire uh, community and didn't charge anybody any money. This was, it was, they were trying to make a political argument. And the fact of the matter is he only healed one guy at the, at the pool of Bethsaida. And that was actually a hospital. <laughs> I was like, what, what, do you guys read this stuff? Is this, did you read this? So this is where you pull back from those kind of things and you go, can we just keep it on track with the truth? It's just easier if you just tell the truth and keep it the way it is and not try and make it fit some kind of narrative. Here's this narrative issued by Scripture itself. Jesus tells Jairus, don't, don't, ignore what these people are saying. Don't be afraid. Take a stand. Now, I want you to, I'm going to read verse 37. You got to catch what Jesus does. Amazing. He did not let anyone follow him in except for Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they came to the home of the synagogue leader, Jairus, uh, Jesus saw the commotion with people crying and wailing loudly. He went in and said to them, why is all this commotion? Why all this wailing? The child's not dead but asleep. But they laughed at him. And he put them all out and took the child's father and mother and the disciples who were with him and went in where the child was. He took her by the hand and said, Talitha Kaum, Talitha, Talitha Kaum. And that means, little girl, I say unto you, get up. Immediately the girl stood up and began to walk around. She was 12 years old. Remember the woman of the issue of the blood was 12 years of the issue of the blood. At this, they were completely astonished. He gave strict orders not to let anyone know about this, and he told them to give her something to eat. Jesus was still ministering to this little girl, even though she was physically raised from the dead. He wanted to make sure she was taken care of. That's how Jesus is, okay? But what I want you to get is Jesus and the disciples and the parents, so they're all there, right? Because you got the parents there as well, right? And everybody's going, she's dead, she's dead, she's dead. And they're making fun of Jesus. What did Jesus do? Kicked him out. You know, for everybody that thinks that everything Jesus did was pull a flower out of his sleeve uh, like a magician and just smiled and, uh, and gave everybody an air high five, that's not how it went. Okay? They laughed at Jesus, and he put them all out. He took the child's father and mother and disciples who went with him. What did he do? He cleared the air. 